0: NemosNewsNetwork.com, breaking the cycle of fake news
1: welcome back my friend this is Dustin Nemos of the Nemos News Network where we continue to break the cycle of fake news now this is going to be a short video we're going to do an economic special report I've asked dr. Kirk Elliott to join me you guys remember him he's been on the show quite a few times recently and he is a wealth of information and humor So thank you uh, once again, Kirk, for joining us. I I wanted to get your thought on a number of things. Just catch us up. And then everybody is, of course, concerned about coronavirus bailout for the public. So that's something we should uh, touch on at least. Go ahead and uh, where do you want to start?
0: No, I think I just want to kind of start with um, Trump's just being barraged with bad news, right? Because we're in the middle of this, this crazy election cycle. But you know, kind of just putting into perspective what he's been doing, and he's been doing a lot, some of it very much in the forefront and some of it behind the scenes, but but, um, what is he trying to fix, really? And, and so over the past 25, 30 years, really, we, we've had numerous presidents, and it doesn't even matter what political party they were in, you had, you had Obama you had Bush, you had Bush, you had Clinton, that were exporting jobs overseas. Whether they were were complete globalists or whether they were just consumerist presidents and they loved actually getting cheap stuff from China, all these trinkets, all this stuff that we'd get because they knew that, hey, things might be not going very well but we can mask with, with cheap stuff and make the, make the masses happy. So, but regardless, when you're buying stuff from other countries, you are exporting jobs because jobs follow manufacturing. They, they follow the service industry and things were exported for a long time. So this is what part of the thing that Trump is starting to fix, Dustin, is, is um, what have they done? Well, they've placed the country into debt. Well, that hurts the country, right? They've, they've put energy production outside of the US that hurts the country. They put manufacturing jobs in other countries. Well, that obviously hurts the country. There's unfair trade deals. Well, that hurts the country. Um, the US is paying an inordinate amount of the World Trade Organization fees, the World Health Organization fees, the NATO, the UN. I mean, seriously, and we don't get a commensurate vote for all the money that we're putting in. That hurts the country. So, what is Trump doing? He's, he's bringing things back. You know, he's bringing everything back, and, and it's all at the same time, quite honestly, because there's no time to waste. And so that's why we're seeing this intense battle waging r- right underneath our noses. I mean, and really, where you look outside and there's, there's riots and there's protests, and this is just what happens when things start to change. So, you know, let's talk about. know the the first thing that 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 i think is uber important that's that's sort of in the news right now but most people aren't covering it because i don't know why they're not covering it's a big story um so the the arctic oil fields in northern alaska right um trump is actually for the first time in 60 years really close to bringing those back to production so they, it's, it's all been written out, you know, it's, it's probably going to happen before the end of the year because they are signing, uh, positioning themselves to get, get lease signs on, on you know, th- this property for, for the oil producers. Well, the environmentalists are going kind of haywire over it because there's, there's caribou, migrating caribou populations up there and polar bears. Well, Trump is saying I can be the best environmentalist president that anyone's ever seen there's so much space up there that we're not going to even interfere with that with the migrating herds. That the polar bears will be able to figure out what to do if there's if there's um, drilling happening in a certain area. I mean, it's just massive amounts of space. But there's there's billions, billions of barrels of oil speculated to be in that territory, and it's the largest stretch of untapped land on Earth. What what it would do, Dustin? it make us energy independent from middle eastern oil um, because it's actually bigger than the middle east <laughs> and there's a lot of oil under there and so so this is what's happening and and the, the news that that we're reading the secretary of interior was talking about the the lease agreements that are that are about to be signed it could happen before the end of the year this yeah. is just one thing just one of the things i wanted to kind of to, to address that that Trump is doing that that is actually breaking the supply chains, right? Where he's already broken it with with China, and there's a lot of you know jobs coming back, and and not only just us, but other countries around the world are no longer buying from China, but now he's starting to do it with Middle Eastern oil and America. This how is he going to make America great again? It's more than just a campaign promise, right? He's actually doing it. He's putting action behind his words, and we, as taxpaying citizens, are, are going to be pretty pretty stoked, I think, about what happens next. And I wouldn't be too concerned about the environmental impact of it, for those of you that are concerned about it, because there's so much space up there. But it's going to start to feed, feed families. It's going to start to bring jobs back, and they will do it in an environmentally responsible way. We just kind of know they will, because there's so much space up there.
1: Well, you know, I, I, I want to ask, because this leads to something else, and then and you can get back to your, your points here, because I know you have others to cover. One, I want to I mention that the polar bears are growing at, at pretty record numbers themselves, and I, if the caribou were any different, or, or, or any similarity to that, and they're also sort of uh, overpopulating, maybe we send them to the polar bears, I don't know. But beyond that, and I'm joking. I'm joking. Everybody, of course. Are you
0: going to make some animal lovers very mad at you, I,
1: I'm the biggest animal lover. I've got chickens that jump up on my window and stuff every day. I got dogs and cats and babies, and everybody knows I'm just kidding. But on the other hand, um, it, it, I've been talking a lot about the the breakdown, the difference between the people's economy and the market economy, and. This seems to be one of those things where um, as the market economy is just doing crazy things, uh, record highs when it shouldn't due to stimulus that shouldn't be there. And, uh, and, and of course, we're going to see some other bumps in the road. I want you to speak to that. But is this an example of how he's unleashing our capacity to generate the people's economy like uh, momentum there? And that will be kind of what softens the blow for most of us. Versus the market economy, which I think is still, you know, a lot of the the paper assets, the toxic assets out there. That's where the pain is going to mostly be, right? I think he's bringing the jobs back. I think we're going to be, you know, I think we're going to eat. I think we're going to have jobs. I think we're going to have energy. I think we're going to have our basics. Um, We're not going to go through something that's really terrible because of his actions, right?
0: You know, it 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 could be incredibly horrible right now, Um, but but what he's doing is he's He's kind of counterbalancing that. I mean, truly, most of the global economy is shut down. It's shocking to me that that the the NASDAQ is literally at an all-time high, that unemployment numbers are actually coming down in the midst of of the growing pandemic, right? And and more things are being shut down, but yet the stock market's only down about 10%. Gold and silver are going through the roof, and the NASDAQ's at an all-time high, Interest rates are still low. Um, it's like, it doesn't, when you look at some of those numbers, it's not basically very commensurate with what we're seeing with the complete global economic shutdown. And I think that's because of what Trump is, is doing and turning this into the people's economy and putting power back to the people, right? And, and I think this is, you're right. It's going to be something that, that we look at you know, six months, a year from now, who, know, who knows what's the mayhem that we're going to see with the election? Right? You know, yeah. ballot, ballots and in, in the post office is going to lose the ballots, and so it's like, how can you ever determine, you know, if votes were counted? I mean, I, I think this election is going to go absolutely haywire and weird, and it's never going to end. <laughs> you know, the dangling chads. I wish we just had dangling chads, right? I, I think it's going to be a times worse than that, but. But in the meantime, these these things that have been set in motion will continue to be in motion, even during the political chaos. And, and we as, as citizens are going to basically start to uh, enjoy the, the fruit of that.
1: So, you know, I, I want to be I get flack for being pessimistic lately, and I'm not pessimistic. I'm not preaching a message of doom. I'm preaching a message of preparedness for the worst but hope for the best and, and, and just kind of being pragmatic about what's coming, you know, and being positioned in a good way so that you and your family and your friends are ahead of what's happening because there's always going to be winners and losers in every market. This is kind of a game of musical chairs. You don't want to be the one left out. And um, with that said, you know, I, I am optimistic about the future because we do have such a great pilot landing this burning plane, so to speak. Um, I, I know I distracted you from some of your other earlier points. I'm going to let you get back to that.
0: No, so I mean, I, I, that's, that's a big one in it, in it all. So two things, breaking independent, breaking our, our dependence on, on foreign oil, breaking our dependence on China, working with breaking some of these horrible, unfair trade deals, um, like the you know that NAFTA is 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 being replaced with the USMC. I mean, there's some cool stuff happening, really cool stuff. But I think the most important thing of all of this is actually the central bank, the the Fed, and, and what President Trump is is doing with that. See, gold, I believe, is an important part of this transition. Um, it was even Q that said, you know, gold was gonna take down the Fed. It was gonna take down gold the in bank. the
1: Fed. Yeah.
0: Right, yeah. And, and why is that? Well to me gold is, is kind of an, an emotional um, investment right and I don't mean this in a bad way. I don't mean that you know it's motivated by fear or greed a lot of times it is but 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 what I'm talking about is the price of gold is is an emotion in, in, a, in a weird sense where it is a reflection of people's faith and confidence in the government that they can fix things. So like so, a
1: security blanket emotion.
0: Correct. And so the higher the price of gold, you can say, really, almost without fail, the higher the price of gold gets, you can say, what is the public's perception of, of the government, of the currency, of the international bankers, of international politicians? And if they're thinking, I don't think that they can fix this, I don't think that they have a solution, the price of gold is going to be up. Uh, take that into into the, the other flip side of that coin. When things are going really great and you think that the government is fixing things, that people are fat and happy that the currency is, is, is valuable and, and we're, we're the big kids on the block, so to speak, that's when gold performs horrible. So let's, let's give you an empirical example of that. 1980s, you know, when Reagan came into power, interest rates were sky high, inflation was through the roof during the Carter years, recession was horrible and so so Reagan did a bunch of stuff to start to clean things up interest rates started to come down corporate taxation came down personal taxes came down it started to grow the economy into a 20 year really robust growth like almost like nothing that we've ever seen until Trump well this economy lasted through multiple presidencies i mean whether you like these presidents or not but but Reagan Bush and Bush and Clinton all had pretty strong, robust economies during their their presidencies. Well, what happened to gold during that time? Gold in the early 1980s was $250 an ounce. By 2002, it was 258. It's like, sheesh, it went up eight bucks in 20 years. It's not good. Well, yeah, because you look at what what I just said, people's confidence in the government and the system and the currency, I mean, even political system, the Iron Curtain came down. We won the Cold War. I mean, so therefore, gold did absolutely nothing. And we have to ask ourselves today, do we think in our heart of hearts, and does most of America and most of the world think that the politicians, regardless of what country they're in, can fix this mess that we're in? Most people would say no, and gold is a reflection of that. So so when you're looking to invest into something that's safe and that is has less risk but has a maximized return gold fits the bill because the logic behind it is what was causing the move forward has only gotten worse right and so I I think that the best is still yet to come so those of you thinking oh my word it's near it's near an all-time high Um, I've missed my boat no you haven't you haven't it's higher than it was last week it's higher than it was last month it's higher than it was last year But that's what all of us investors want to invest in, right? Is something that's growing and that's going to continue to grow. We don't want to go into something that's coming down and shrinking. And that's where I would differ from most advisors that say, oh, buy on the dip. It's like, well, what if the dip is like the paradigm shift and it's moving in the other direction? Invest into growth and invest into strength. And so to finish my point on how gold is an important part of this this, uh, transition, Judy Shelton she's on deck to be the new fed chair chairwoman well that's who trump has picked that's who he wants what is her view on things she loves sound money being gold she's a gold bug yeah she is a gold bug and she has said that she wants the fed moved into the treasury and to be restructured so this is what trump is already doing and now you're going to have a a Fed chairwoman who actually is in full agreement with that. Watch what happens, you know, to to the economy when when Trump is untethered and not shackled by by central banking policies. In addition to to economic shutdowns, but when things are start to go into motion, what we saw during the first four years, about three and a half years of the Trump presidency, I think is is nothing compared to what he's going to do when he has a, a uh, Federal Reserve Central Bank on a side that's actually controlled by the Treasury, which also kind of makes the Federal Reserve insignificant or impotent. They're just a tool in, in in Trump's, you know, quiver full of arrows, right? And so I think that the that the best is still yet to come, but that doesn't mean that we don't have massive hurdles and turbulence to go through before we get to that point. And that's truly where where things like gold and silver do come into Massive play um, into people's economic, you know, retirement positions, their portfolios, to actually protect and preserve some of those paper assets and other assets that they have.
1: So it's it's both a growth. It's interesting because you you mentioned people that want to buy the dips and they feel, uh, you know, they're playing an emotional game around a small uh, paradigm. When I personally, I kind of buy the trends. Like this is a multi generational, once in a lifetime kind of shift. And I'm just sort of stacking into that. And I may, you know, if I had gold, I would trade it for silver because of the ratio difference. And I think that, you know, this is probably a stronger value in terms of barter. But I feel comfortable. Like, it's kind of an emotional thing that I know I could buy something with this even if the dollar dies. I think that's a, a cool thing to have, especially when, you know, it's probably going to outperform all of the, the you know, the, the market anyway because of the distortion and the breakdown. So. You know whether it's a security blanket for, you know, your savings, your value, your retirement, or it's it's um, you feel like you're you're on a good path in a turbulent place, maybe even on growth. You know, I think it's good for both. I also want to mention again that Buffett recently just invested like half a billion dollars into uh, Barrick Gold, and that's kind of symbolic. It may not be much of his money total, but if he had gone too much larger, I mean, it would probably go ahead and start the breakdown. So he can't go billions of dollars at a time into gold, but right. he, he's been bashing gold his whole life. And now he's buying gold with uh Buckshire. Uh, what is it? Um, uh, Buckshire halfway. I'm, I'm saying it wrong.
0: Berkshire halfway. Berkshire
1: halfway Yeah, that one. So, you know, Warren Buffett's um, big flagship business that buys up like large segments of the economy and other businesses. He's now buying into the second or first largest gold producer in the world. I think so. Um, uh, Barrett gold, right? So that's yeah, the model, and,
0: and that's what he does. You know, he doesn't buy the physicals. He buys undervalued companies. And so, you know, gold being so undervalued for so long, um, he was able to buy that at a value. You know, I don't, I don't recommend people buy mining shares because there's management that's involved. Um, they could mismanage the company that the mine could collapse. And, you know, there could be environmental spills. The environmentalists shut them down. I mean, there's a lot of inherent risks to me, it's a mining share is just a company. And, and I'm, I, it's not really, if you want to invest in gold, just invest in gold. But Warren Buffett is a different kind of guy because he buys companies. That's what he does. Right. And so, so the fact that he's buying into this tells us inherently he knows that gold is going to go up and he's one of the wealthiest people in the world. And so, so to me, that's a huge positive, even though I would never invest into mining shares, to me, it's a positive for the gold market, knowing that somebody that buys companies is actually buying a gold mining company, which is huge. Well,
1: well well let me ask this because everybody follows what the greatest investor does, right and there's so many copycats. How many people are we seeing like jump over to this market for the first time because you know big big guy Buffett did it, and uh, the Oracle of Omaha is making a move, and now the symbol the symbolic shift has happened. And uh, what, what kind of herd mentality takes <laughs> him? And also, that's probably why he can't buy gold. And I want to add that his dad was a gold bug, and he, he did kind of play with silver one time, right? I
0: don't know if he played with silver, but, but it wouldn't surprise me if he did, because he's a value investor, and there's I, been numerous times in yeah. history where silver's been an immense value. Um,
1: I think he did take a large position in silver at one point, Buffett himself, despite being an anti-gold you know, guy, supposedly.
0: Yeah, so so to me, the herd mentality is, is massive because people follow these kind of people. It's like, if you and I were to say something, you know, yeah, we, we have some influence with, with people who think of like-mind, right? And, but when Warren Buffett says something, the entire world starts to, to consider it. And like, same thing with George Soros, same thing with former President Obama. You know, when, when there's certain people, when they say something, Everybody hops onto that wagon, and so to me, it, it, it's it's a big deal um, because perception is is reality, and and you're starting to see the shift. And they're thinking, oh, Warren Buffett did it; it's got to be good. Well, boy, he did it because look what the price of gold has done. It's up; it was up you know twelve percentish in the last four or five weeks. This is amazing. Look what silver's done. It's up twenty five plus percent in the same time frame. There's a reason why he's doing it. So let's hop on that bandwagon because people like that, Mark Zuckerberg, um, Elon Musk, whenever they say something, they truly can move a market because they have so much influence. And, and he's probably the best of the best at that because he's an icon, right? He's, he is the Oracle of Omaha and everybody views him as one of the best value investors of all time.
1: And I I think that there's going to be at some point a race to get in first, even for the very wealthy into the physical metals market as well. Um, and, and I want to add, you were talking about some of the systemic risks to the mining companies. A lot of these are in other countries, like Mexico and places. And and not only are you looking at um, the kind of uh, third world sort of uh, risks that come, sometimes go with corruption and, and the theft of whole companies. Uh, but you may actually see the government seize the company at some point when the economy breaks down. I mean, companies have been seized in the past, even in the recent past, by uh, countries because they wanted to nationalize the gold production. And then suddenly the stock is worth nothing. <laughs> so, um, you know, the, what, what is it? Uh, one in the, um, some, one of the bag is worth two in the bush or something like that. Is that the expression for hunters? I'm not a much of a hunter. I'm a farmer, really. But...
0: I know what you're trying to say, and I don't know the phrase, exact phrase either, but I think some of your listeners out there are going to know exactly what you meant to, like, to say. I just don't know what it is.
1: If you're hunting, like, duck or bird or something, supposedly, like, one in the bag you've already got is worth trying to get Two, two in the
0: bush. That makes sense, yes.
1: Except I want to mention that um, in the case of silver and gold, it may be uh, – proportionally more like 100 in the bush at this point so right uh, even though that's not exactly a a cross metaphor it doesn't exactly uh sink but the point is that compared to anything else out there in the market silver gold um it does have a security factor and the upside potential is what's really exciting because this is where all of that other value from the market when it implodes transfers to you know and uh at some point that seems to be happening um you know, I don't know how President Trump's um, m- almost miracle work at this point is going to interfere with that. But I still feel really bad about the overvalued uh, stock market itself. Right. Yeah.
0: It, time will play, play out. I mean, there's going to be a bunch of, of turbulence. Um, stock market probably does get shellacked in the interim because until the election, it, it's a battle, you know, it's like, Trump's doing amazing things, you've got this economic shutdown happening. He does amazing things, you've got this shutdown happening. Um, then as soon as you start to get momentum, it's like, what's up with all the mass shootings in like San Antonio and Cleveland and Chicago? And it's like, there's always something that's coming up and it, and it like takes attention away from some of the economic growth that's happening. But some of the economic growth that is happening, um, airline travel, number of, of seats being taken up in airplanes, is up month to month. Retail foot traffic is up month to month. Restaurant reservations are up month to month. The manufacturing index is up month to month. The number of jobless claims is going down, which is a positive. And so all of this stuff is a positive move into the election. And then there's all this garbage that just keeps happening and people hurting people. And it's like, So, so, anyways, there Trump is doing good things, and it's just kind of staying below the covers a little bit because it's not being covered.
1: What is it? I think um, ninety something percent, ninety six percent, or something of all Trump news is negative. Anyway, but, we, we we covered all of my points. I, I I really appreciate the update on the economy and everything. And if there's anything we miss, you know, let us know. But uh, I appreciate your time, Dr. Kirk Elliott. And um, for those who want to uh, support you, I'm I'm also going to mention. Uh, you're one of our sponsors at Sovereign Advisors, and everyone can find you if they go to our sponsors page at nemosnewsnetwork.com slash sponsors. But the last word is all yours, and thank you for your time.
0: Yeah, the last word is, is on oh my word, all of you who have been on the fence wanting to invest in gold, you haven't missed it. I would gobble it up as soon as you possibly can. You know, as we're, we're filming this, gold is down a little bit today. Um, I'm not I'm not a price point buyer. I'm, I'm a fundamentals buyer, and what's caused this market is going to continue to go up. You know, we're, we're looking at even even more detrimental, impactful news. You know, in California, for example, proposing a 0.4% net worth tax. It's like, what? People have already been taxed on their income. Now they want to be taxed on the net worth as well. I mean, this is, this is an obvious front uh, against all the stuff. And here's what should make all of your listeners just irate. And this is what I want to leave everyone with, is, is the central bank is talking about taxation more and more. If you, if you look at some of the news bites, they're talking about taxes. Taxes. It's like, what in the world are they talking about taxes for? I was thinking about this last night. It's like their interest rate policy, they are they print money. It's like has nothing to do with taxes. But... They print money out of thin air. They charge interest to the U.S. government. The U.S. government pays them interest for the money that they created out of thin air. Well, where does the federal government get the interest payments to pay for that? their stuff? From taxes. So of course, of course, the central bank would want taxes to go up and they love this wealth tax and they love everything else. And this is why they're talking about it nonstop lately is because they need tax revenue to go up and they want Americans taxed so the federal government will pay for that. This is why this Judy Shelton move by, by President Trump is so incredibly vague, because you're finally gonna have the Fed working in concert with Trump's economic policies and it starts to grow robustly. So that's so what I wanted to leave people with. It's like, you should be ticked that you're paying taxes to pay for the, the interest that's done um, Ancestrally, basically. It's like they're putting money out of thin air and charging interest for it. It didn't cause them any cost them anything. So anyways, so what I wanted to leave people with is uh, this kind of chaos and madness and nonsense is gonna continue on. And so do what you do to protect and preserve everything you've worked your entire life to accumulate. Um, thanks, Dustin, for, for having me on again, asking those questions. I always love your questions. Uh, I love your show, and, and I hopefully come back again here real soon.
1: Thank you. Definitely we will have you back on soon. I want to add that I I heard the California uh, tax has an exit tax as well. So if you try to leave the state, I think they penalize you as well. So um, thank you again. And I hope everyone enjoyed this. We'll see you on the next one. Uh, Dustin Nemo and Dr. Kirk Elliott.